the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is a lady who has survived two strokes, an inspirational speaker and the founder of the personal branding SPA, Carol Pike. Greetings, Carol. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm, I am blessed. That's how I am. And what have you been up to recently? I have been trying to navigate the fun of being in the house on my own for nine weeks. Wow, that is a long time. So what have you been doing then? Well, some of it is about maintaining my sanity. My creativity is on overdrive, I think. So what have you been busy creating then? All right, well, I'm all about the, the spark and the sparkle. So I've been creating products and programs and workshops and events. On what do those involve? I'm all about the personal brand. And for me, the personal brand is the story you tell the moment you show up before you utter a single word. And that story begins with the story you tell yourself. And so I have a concept called Sparkle. And that really stems from when it was that I met Nelson Mandela. The thing about him was, wasn't what he said, it wasn't what he did, it was actually how it was that he showed up. There was something about him, his energy, which I'm referring to as his sparkle. Where and when did you meet Nelson Mandela? It was in the early 1990s, I believe, was when it was that he came to Brixton. And I was involved with the Prince's Trust at the time. And so when he came in to talk to the people, he also came to meet all of the people from the Prince's Trust. And I had the opportunity to hug Nelson Mandela. Wow, well, that must have been a privilege. It was, it was one of those moments where he was shaking everybody's hand and he came to me and it seemed like the, it seemed like shaking his hand, that seemed wrong. And so I hugged him and I was younger at the time and I, my head was wrapped and the bodyguards allowed it because they said that I looked a lot like a young Winnie Mandela. We're going to talk about your personal branding business later on. But before we get into that, I understand you've experienced two strokes. When did you have your first stroke and what happened? I had my first stroke in 2014 and I actually, I was driving a car and I crashed and which was a bit weird because there wasn't anything in front of me. So I didn't know what happened. And it turned out that I had hit a parked car, which didn't make any sense to me because I hadn't seen it. And I called a friend who I knew had had a car accident previously and she came and she called the the ambulance and she called the um, police. And I remember sitting in the back of the ambulance and the policeman saying to the ambulance guy, can you smell alcohol? And the ambulance guy says no and he says I can smell alcohol. And so my speech had started to slur and he was convinced that I was drunk. And so they followed me. Well, I, I went to the uh, to the hospital, and he called his colleagues who came to the hospital with a breathalyzer. And I've actually still got the breathalyzer because I was just so fascinated because I've never had a breathalyzer before. But I, the only thing I had drunk on that morning was lemon and ginger tea, and he was very disappointed. But yes, so, so my first stroke was actually a right frontal lobe infarct. And I actually like saying that word because it always sounds like a swear word. So what actually is a stroke? What happens to a person? Right, so a stroke is essentially, it's a brain injury. There is a brain interrupt. So it, whether or not it is a, a bleed, clot, 
something of that nature that actually interrupts the flow of kind of blood in that area and so therefore that stops things because because the, the brain is actually the, the engine of the body and if there's any damage or any interruption there it impacts everything that you do in some way shape or form and when did you have your second stroke well, I was celebrating five years since the first stroke, and then I thought I'd have another one. So um, clearly got some challenges with my celebration techniques, but I had the second one on the 28th of February, 2019. So that's just last year? Yes, very, very recent. So how long does it take you to recover from having a stroke? I'm not sure that recover is the, the right term. Because it's a brain injury, so right now I've got brain damage in two parts of my brain, and so the impacts of a stroke are often felt for the rest of your life. So there are some things that improve, but actually recover from a stroke is probably not quite the right term. Okay, that's fair enough. So is it a case then that you learn how to manage the situation in the aftermath? Yes, it's always about learning. And there isn't a, that you kind of arrive at a place and think, oh yeah, I've learned how to do it. No, because the, the challenges are real and the challenges are daily challenges in one way, shape or another. Give me some examples. Right, so one of my um, my fun, fun facts about my stroke is that I have no major memories pre-February 2019. So in real terms, I'm actually only a year old. And so I have no frame of reference for fear, worry, anxiety or regret because I quite literally haven't experienced them. And so there's a lot of things that to everyone else is normal or normal, I hate that word. To everyone else is that's how it is that it's done. In a lot of ways, it's new for me. I liken it a little to um, how a child must feel when they're born into an unfamiliar world. They have to learn how the world works and then learn how to operate in it. In a lot of ways, it's a bit like that. Well, I understand you're an advocate for people who've experienced strokes. What inspired you to do that? Well, first of all, I've got lived experience. And secondly, I am the, the person will find a silver lining in the cloud. So quite literally, when I was in hospital with the second stroke and they told me it was a bleed on the brain, I actually said to the doctors, oh wow, I'm in the top set, I'm in the top percentile because only 18% of all strokes are bleeds. So I was just celebrating the fact that I was, yeah, I was amongst an elite group of people. And the doctor actually said to me, Carol, nobody thinks like that. And so I'm all for the fact that the, a stroke is a humongous challenge. It's a thing that you have to live with every day of your life. But for me, I'm saying to everybody, this is my starting point. This is your starting point. We can't go back. We can only go forward. And so it's just taking my kind of, my way of, of seeing things, of reframing things to just help people to navigate their way through it all. Well, having done a little bit of research on you, I know that you are an inspirational speaker. What type of events do you speak at and what do you actually speak about? I will speak, it's kind of one of those things, I will do bar mitzvah. No, I speak anywhere that anybody is looking for a speaker to engage with their audience, to entertain them and take them on a journey that is all about being a better version of themselves. So I have spoken, what's really interesting, so I've been to a primary school. I have been to a rotary club where the audience were 100% white, 75% male. 
I've been to women's events, I've been international. And so it's it's more about what do you want for your event as opposed to a particular type of event that I speak to. So you cater your speaking to the audience? Yes, yes. and that's what every good speaker should do. So before you experienced your two strokes, did you already have your company up and running? Yeah, the company already existed. What's the name of your company and what type of services does it provide? Right, my company's name is called Words That Deliver. And essentially it's a personal branding agency, but the personal branding is is the people side of business. And so I see personal branding as being not so much about individuals, but about people. And that Therefore, in order for you to be effective of what you're doing, so whether or not you are an employee, an entrepreneur or a business, actually knowing who you are and the value you bring to the table actually changes everything. My audience is primarily women, although I work with men also. So why is personal branding important? Because who you say you are impacts everything that you do the core of you you take everywhere so whether or not you are a a mother a father a husband a wife an employer an employee the core of all of that is you and if you don't understand the strengths your weaknesses the value that you bring then you are mediocre at best and so many times we don't value who we are we're so busy trying to be like somebody else being how it is that somebody said that we should be so that we could fit better. When in real terms, your standout advantage is you. Nobody has that combination. The minute is that you understand that, everything changes. So is personal branding for people in business, celebrities, or is it for normal everyday people? Well, in kind of real terms, whether you're a celebrity or you're in business, you are still a normal person. And so it is, it is I'm working with the executives the entrepreneurs, the business owner, because at the core of all of those is you. And it's working with the you so that you can position yourself for increased impact, influence and income. Oh, I see. Well, that sounds very interesting. So besides your speaking engagements in your company, what other things do you get up to? What are your other interests? It's funny, I I do talk a lot. I just love meeting people and having conversations because everybody's got a story and everybody is either moving forward and enjoying the journey or stuck somewhere and are just looking for a spark to just help them to move on to the next bit. I just love talking to people. Well, that is very obvious, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your plans for the future? Well, first of all, is to have one. I think that that's probably the the place to start. At the moment, I've got a concept called the personal branding spa because we take our bodies to the spa. So I thought, why don't we take our brands there too? And it's that whole idea that we reflect, we refresh and we recharge to keep going. So I'm really looking at developing programs and activities under that umbrella and build a community. Oh, that sounds exciting. So Carol, how can people contact you? Right, well, I'm on social media as Carol Pike, and that's C-A-R-O-L-E-P-Y-K-E. So that's Carol Pike. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and LinkedIn. And then also, the website is wordsthatdeliver.com. Well, Carol, thank you very much, and thank you very much for your time. Okay, thank you.
Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe.